Welcome to the Ben Wade Podcast, where we are bridging the gap between able-bodied and disabled people through real talk and real conversations from a wheelchair. Now, here's your hosts, Luke and Chris. Hey, how are you guys? Good, Good. how are you doing? Good, fantastic. Can you hear me okay? I'm not a big Zoomer. Oh, yeah, we can hear you. We can, we can hear you. All right, sweet. Maybe I'll sit closer. I feel like I should sit closer. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me in. Thanks for uh, uh, everything. I appreciate it. Absolutely, no absolutely. Do you, do you have a video? Can you get the video going? Or... I see. I see you guys. You don't see me. Uh, uh-uh, I don't no, see. No, we don't see at all. I, hold on. Let me click a button and see what happens. <laughs> uh, here, here. Zoom. Consent. Start video. There you go. It did do something. Okay, there, there we goes. go. Hey, that's me. <laughs> Either way, I can still see you guys. Yes, All right. I, I, God, my kids have done nothing but school on Zoom, and I have no idea how it works. So I just <laughs> downloaded the app just now. Oh, okay. Oh, I got okay, you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's my bad. I should have explained that to you before. No, you know. no. And normal people, I think, in the world understand Zoom. Uh, uh, I just don't. Uh, I'm not one of them. So there we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for inviting me on. Absolutely, uh, man. I have a question though, because uh, um, I tore through your stuff. And by the way, everybody loves you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm big on the TikTok now. So I read the comments where everybody loves you and you're bringing all, uh, tons of information and everything to everybody. So thank you guys. Mm-hmm. And thank you for letting me on here. But I have a question for you. How, how did you decide to start a podcast? Like everybody discussed podcasts and, and nobody starts them or they're terrible after they start them. You guys have a great podcast. How'd you get into this? You want to take it or you want me to do it? Oh, yeah, you can start it. Okay, so really, I mean, we both just kind of got tired of feeling like, you know, we uh, just kind of our life was going nowhere in a sense. At least I, I know for me, I did. Um, and so we kind of, I was just like, hey, man, we got to do something. And so Luke came up with the idea about let's do a podcast. He was kind of on it. And I let it, you know, I thought on it for a while. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. Let's just go for it. Let's do it. And so we decided to, you know, make it about disability awareness and kind of what we've gone through in our lives and what we face on a daily basis. And the biggest thing is, is we want to make an impact in a positive impact. And we want to be uh, kind of an inspiration, I guess, to use that word to younger people that are disabled, you know, or maybe the people that uh, are, you know, like yourself that can walk and everything like that. Um, but maybe they face an injury and now they're dealing with being in a wheelchair for the rest of their life. How do they face that? And so, uh, that's kind of how we got started there. Yeah. And starting there, but it was very important for us to like, you know, bridge the gap and make help everybody understand each other. So when we get on, when we get on here, we have interviews, we ask people, who do they know that suffers from, um, a disabled disability. And sometimes they don't outside of us, if they know us, they don't know anybody, you know? Um, so we want to help everybody understand each other. And, and so we can have a better positive life. <laughs> that's so. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thank you for doing that. It's, it's important in it. Uh, I've, I've got four kids. Okay. Way too many kids. People can only have two kids. Most. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep eating and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but but it, you really do, especially when you have kids, you, you see how fragile the world is. And how, I mean, yeah. a lot of times uh, uh, through my life, I felt invincible, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just whatever, just take it all on. And you see people like not me, but other people jumping out of planes and off cliffs and stuff like that. I won't even go in the ocean. That's where sharks live. 
Um, but, but you see, you, you just see how fragile everything is. And you just, and it's kind of what we do here, which is it's perspective. It's just what, what, what is it? What is the most that you can achieve with the skills that you have? How do you, how do you make sure that you appreciate what you have and you appreciate how fragile life is and how, how special it is, I guess. So, so thanks for bringing that message. Thanks for inviting me on. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. Thanks for that answer. Absolutely. No problem at all. So you ready to get started? Yeah, we can get started. All right. So if you could, uh, for us and just for our audience, if you could just go ahead and introduce yourself, just tell us who you are and a little bit about you. My name is Jamie Morgan and I own M6 Sports. We're in Michigan. We're in St. Clair, Michigan, which is up by the water a little bit, just north of Detroit, probably about 40 minutes outside of Detroit towards the water and towards the east side, towards Port Huron. Mm -hmm. And what we do, and actually I'll tell you, um, my son, I've got three daughters and one son. And my boy is a, a, a sports guy. He plays basketball, he plays baseball, and he plays football. And uh, uh, when he was a freshman in high school, so now kind of two seasons ago, they put him at quarterback because he was a baseball player. Okay. And anytime uh, uh, my kids do something, I go slightly insane with it. It's a, it's a well-known fact. Like this morning, we had cheer competition for my eight-year-old daughter, both last night and today. I was in full cheer mode. Like I own that cheer. <laughs> they got medals. They got everything. But mm-hmm. I was doing, uh, 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 I can do the full routine. I can do it. I rock that thing out. <laughs> but my son, they, they put him as a quarterback. He's never played quarterback before. He's a decent enough athlete, but he's never played quarterback. And, and that position right now is insane. What they, mm-hmm. ask, what they ask those guys to do at all levels, I find it just completely insane. And actually last night I was watching a football game and they had their quarterback returning kicks and they had him at safety and they had him at all that. Oh, wow. And playing the quarterback position. I thought I, if it's me and all, all coaches are great and decide their own thing and, and have their own talent, but they asked so much of that guy in that one position mm-hmm. right? to ask him to, yeah, to do that other stuff. It just seems uh, uh, hard. seems, it seems like a special talent. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, so I dove into quarterbacking apparently. And I never played quarterback and I watched him at practice. And after practice, I said, listen, this is a hard position. There's a lot of things that we can do together, but what I can't get you is 22 other guys to play football with on any given day. Yeah. So no matter what the situation is, if you're running scout team, if it's walkthroughs on Thursday or whatever, for you, that's the Super Bowl. You've got 11 guys on defense. You've got 11 guys on offense. I don't care what, how hard they're going, you're going to go hundred percent and you're going to treat that rep. Like it's the most important rep in the world because you have everybody out there. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, in line with me going crazy like that, and my kids not wanting to get in the car with me after practice, <laughs> um, I started looking around to see, okay, uh, how do you fix that? How do you find a scenario to put those guys? Cause I've been to all the, the training sessions and things and you can throw the ball and you can throw the ball and you can work on your footwork and all that kind of stuff. But I said, what I can't do is that same question. Get 22 guys together. So uh, Ted Sunquist is the former general manager of the Denver Broncos. Hmm. He played at Air Force Prep. He coached at Air Fo- uh, with the United States Air Force Prep Academy. Uh, and, hit, and he watched fighter pilots in the Air Force train all the time on simulation. And, he's, and he has said, I, I, I've seen the quote where he said, um, if it can protect if it can save the lives of fighter pilots if it help save their lives it can certainly help a quarterback in the pocket doing what they need to do 
And he created virtual reality quarterbacking with all the statistics, metrics, goal, like any, anything you could possibly do, he created it. And I was lucky enough to get on board with him and the guys out of Denver. And we brought it to Michigan with a little bit of a twist. We brought it to Michigan from what they're doing. And uh, 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 if you have any questions, I'll answer those. If you want to know the twist, I'll tell you what it is. But we have one in Michigan now. It's the only one in the Midwest. There's one in Nashville. There's one they just opened in Sacramento. Uh, Texas Tech has one on campus. UCLA has one on campus. Uh, um, Oakland uh, uh, down uh, uh, at OU, number four team in the country, has one on campus now. Caleb Williams uh, and uh, uh, um, a lot of the schools and, and the Denver Broncos and everybody are looking at the system just because those guys don't get reps. Your starter gets reps. Nobody else gets reps yeah. in this you in that situation with your offense and custom team and everything like that, which is right. pretty rare. Well, also too, what's great about it is it gives you that full on pressure. Like even in practice, guys aren't going all the way, but in the simulation, you get that pressure, that intensity of just that's that's a live game feel right mm-hmm. there. Like I it, watch it, your videos all the time and you see them guys just get scared or like, you know, it's just, I, you can tell that because the virtual reality, like if you've never done that for anyone that has it, like it puts like, your mind in that mode. Like it's crazy. So that, even, it's so awesome. Did you see the Jake Plummer one? That, that, yes. Had uh, drafted that guy. He was a, a phenomenal college quarterback, a phenomenal NFL quarterback. We got him in it. The first thing he did was that was a real reaction yeah. to a guy after you in the box yeah exactly that's so awesome yeah, that's man. Cool. and so i mean for especially for young kids especially nowadays with the social media and everything like there's so much pressure on these young kids but as you said that one quarterback playing so many different positions this could allow him to at least be able to develop his skills develop mentally too is the big thing i think to be able to handle that pressure so when he's in that moment he can just zone out and just be like right like he's back in the simulator and just make that uh-huh. big pass or yeah. whatever it is you know so yeah, and that, that, that's, that's really awesome. Is to create that muscle memory right for them, and and you can't you can't get that. Especially even the NFL guys talk about it. We have a private airport that is not far from here because the NFL guys talk about this all the time. Which is if you're not the starter, you don't control your practice schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. So you saw this this year. Maybe I was just paying more attention, but guys were talking more and more about it. Where it's like, uh, um, I loved I love Josh Rosen. I love him. And he had kind of a rough game in a preseason game and people were on social media were, were discussing him. And he said, I think that, which is basically, these are my reps. You're seeing my reps yeah. on television <laughs> because where am I supposed to be getting them if I'm not the starter and we've got practice squad guys and all this kind of stuff. It's right. 20 guy to, or 22 guys at 21 is a lot to get together to play football with you. Right. True. You know, and then I, I definitely want to know what the twist is here. So what makes yours a little bit different? You said you got it into Michigan with the twist. So what's yeah. the twist? Well, we, we have a quarterback training system. So as you've seen on, on TikTok, probably everybody sees Peyton Manning in there throwing or Jake Plummer in there throwing. Right. And they think, can I get this for Oculus? Can I get it? You know, I, I would love to play this game. And it is a game. I love the word game. It's a phenomenal game. But the system that we have, they refer to it as this. Um, it is an elite quarterback training system. It, it is as far from the, I love the word game. There are a lot of people who do this that hate the word game because they think it's kind of like, don't, don't think it's playing mad because it's not. Right. This is designed to train professional quarterbacks. 
So uh, I know that uh, Denver has had their struggles at quarterback lately. And Ted personally has called out to guys and said, this is what we're here for. Not, not only are you playing the game with 22 guys, which is the, you know, the, the umbrella of it, but any matrix in the world from spin rate of the football to customizing your own plays, your own uniforms, the defensive mm-hmm. customization, you can put Saban's defense in that system and run against Ooh. it. Right. You, you can change anything you want. And the part that I love and that we get coaches in here doing is, so you take your quarterback, you got, you got playoffs this week in high school football. You create their team, their defense, every look that they're going to get versus every offensive system that you want to run, you can test things out. So that, that works. You can change their size. So if they've got a huge defensive end, you just put a huge defensive end in the sim. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it charts not only what you personally do, throwing the ball miles per hour, all that kind of stuff. We can even do arm angles and stuff like that if we want to have real fun with it. But it gives you a chart of your plays. So it literally says, when you run this play against this defense, this is your success rate. So if I'm a coach going into a game on Friday, I can literally look at what my quarterback does with everyone. Because I've seen it a million times. Coaches love plays that their quarterbacks can't necessarily pull off on the field. Well, you literally know as you're standing there, this is my play against the defense that they're running. And I have a 20% success rate or I have a 99% success rate. And it puts that quarterback in that team in a winning situation. Okay, so that's how I define it being uh, a little different than a game. But the great part is this. What we've been able to do is bring it to everybody. Because people ask all the time in Texas. They ask me. They're like, is there one in Texas? And I say, yes, but you need to be a Division I, typically five-star quarterback who gets a scholarship. And they trust you in a room with Spencer Radler and Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. to go use that system we have one in michigan and in the midwest it's right here and my eight-year-old daughter comes here and plays the same system that the denver broncos are hopefully going to have and that, that ucla has had for years inside their training room and what it does is it, it levels the playing field a little bit not not only for the guys that are playing where you can get up high school guys in here, middle school guys uh but but anybody if, if there is a a a, a a six-year-old, or we work with the ladies football, professional football team out of Detroit, people that might not be able to get into UCLA and get into these you know, big-time places and use these right. simulators. Mm-hmm. Anybody can come. Anybody can come to St. Clair, Michigan, and be a quarterback in the same situation the NFL players in or lower it. And it's got all the way down to youth. It's just put the, the, the skill level in there and play against defenses of sizes for eight-year-olds or sizes for 12-year-old talent for high school level and kind of equal that really it's what I love and say all the time is it, it brings football to everybody. Right. It, it, my dad it just turned 72 years old two days ago. He was in here on his birthday at 72 years old playing the same system and the, getting the same – he doesn't look at the numbers and spin rate. I do. But playing the same system – that Caleb Williams and Spencer Radler have in their locker room to go train for, uh, you know, they're number four in the country to go train big time football on. That's, that's pretty fun. That's pretty exciting. That, that, that is, is awesome. Cool. Well, that's what caught my eye. Cause uh, I initially saw it and I made a post on it from another um, 
organization that I help out with their social media. And it, it was the guy in the wheelchair. And I think your, your post was like, you know, it's for everybody or, you know, a quarterback. Um, now you said something like now everybody can play the greatest position in the world. The and I was, like, That's, I was like, that's so awesome. You know, cause like a lot of, I love virtual reality and stuff like that, but it doesn't always adapt to people with disabilities, you know? So I thought that was really, really cool. Cause I know the and, dude throwing that ball. I mean, I guarantee he had a heck of a time doing that. Oh, and not only that, that particular photo, and we have a ton in here, that was taken when we were visiting the Super Bowl experience in Tampa. Oh, wow. So the, the guy got not only to go down to the Super Bowl experience but, and see Tom Brady play, but also to play this exact same game himself. It's phenomenal. I'm going to show you something. Check this out. Behind me is M6 Sports. There's a backdrop that you right. start to. Mm-hmm. Up there are 14 cameras. Every one of those blue lights is a camera because people <laughs> ask all the time if they can get it on Oculus. And the, the answer is no. There's 14 cameras. There's all the software that the team does all the computer system with. I'm going to grab those dots right there on the ball read into the software and read into the cameras that not only you oh i got one more run hold on i got it there's a headset right there it's a custom five look at that oh wow not only track you and track the ball perfectly to even get the spin rate on your spiral or when i throw it not so spiral so much Sometimes I wish it clean that up a little bit for me, but it, it, <laughs> <laughs> um, but with the headset too, it also reads your head movement. So if you're looking off a, a, a receiver, the AI in the defense, like your safety, I don't know how familiar you are, but uh, a lot of quarterbacks are terrible with, they're like, uh, coach is like, well, you're running a slant and throw it to my best receiver who's on your right hand side. Well, he goes back and he looks right. Everybody knows where he's going to throw the football. Mm-hmm. When, when you're in this system, if you don't look off to your left, that safety is, is going to know where you're throwing the ball. So they actually read your eyes and go intercept the pass. Or, or wow, that's really cool. Well, that, yeah, that's cool. So that is awesome. Phenomenal. But to your point, which is uh, no matter what anybody's challenges are, no matter what, and, and that's kind of what we're based around in here with the training, is every single person that comes in here has challenges. There, there's a guy that, that is a college football player right now. He has the greatest arm I've ever seen. My son went all year and he was throwing with his quarterbacks coach. And, and usually I'd go and watch or sit in the car if it was cold. And he was throwing, he was throwing, he was throwing, he was throwing. And one day I showed up and there's always like six, seven, eight, nine guys throwing. This guy was throwing the ball so hard. I got back out of the car and it was like 20 degrees outside in the winter. And I went back over to the sideline in the snow and watched this guy throw because it, when you see somebody who's next level throw a football, yeah, like I don't want you guys. I want to get as close as possible because <laughs> it just comes out like that Peyton Manning video. When mm-hmm. Peyton threw in the sim, you just saw the the ball just comes out of his hand differently. It just it, I I don't know what it is. I think God blessed them with that ability and it just snaps out and they they fine tuned it and perfected it. Absolutely. Uh, but he, he has a, oh, go ahead, yeah. sir. And I was like, Peyton Manning, he can read the defense. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, Peyton, uh, I know Peyton Manning can really read that defense. Hey, didn't you put a comment on, didn't somebody pin a comment saying he couldn't do that against real NFL players? Yeah, <laughs> you yes, said that's I the greatest it's... comment you've ever read? <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And to be fair to him, I think he was joking. 
but it's still, whether it was a joke or real, uh, the greatest thing I've ever read. Uh, uh, which, by the way, I, I just love the TikTok because there's true entertainment there. A lot of stuff you just get past. Uh, yeah. but, but you find something like that, it just makes your entire day. Yeah. yeah, but you're right, though. When you do see something, especially in, in someone at high school level or even in college, that's just next level. You can't help but just be enamored by it. You're like, yeah, you got a chance to get close to it in real life. You're like, oh, if you're into sports at all, like, dude, it, it's amazing. And, and that's why you, you hear a lot of parents uh, uh, or individuals and they're like, hey, does my kid have the talent level? Can my kid, you know, I, or they just tell you Johnny's going to be in the NFL. Nobody needs to, to really tell you if somebody's going to be in the NFL. You'll know when you go out to the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you'll see it. All the time. They're like, well, everybody hopes Johnny's going to throw a baseball really well. When you show up and you see those guys, it, yeah. there's no question. And most mm-hmm. of those guys don't even make it. Right. But there is a talent level that, that is fun to watch. And when you see it, I don't know. I just want to sit there and watch it. It's amazing. Absolutely. I agree with that. Now, I wanted to ask you, I know you said you were having your son use this as far as getting the reps in and everything. What have you seen? How has that impacted him? Like, what have you seen change in his game and his in his uh, just mentality and everything else when it comes to just his overall ability? Uh, he, he said after, well, the first time he was in it, we went and tried it out at a different location to see if it was something we're going to bring here. Mm-hmm. And everybody loves those sack videos. He got one of those sack videos. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And, and well, he didn't get the video. We weren't even videotaped. We just showed up and we did it. And they put it on a Mike Blitz the first play. And uh, uh, he, he almost ran away out of the building because the uh, <laughs> linebacker down. But when we set this up, the first time that we did it and really started getting into it, it might have been a day or two. And then we went back out on the field with two or three guys and he was throwing. And, and he said to me, he said, it, it changes the way I see the real field. And it, it really does. And he said that through the course of the season as he was throwing the ball, he said, you know, you just see things that you don't see before. And we just left, uh, uh, they're out of the playoffs, but we went and watched another playoff game last night. And he said, you know, uh, he's been in this sim more than anybody else. So he's been in this sim for, I don't know, a couple of months now, two, three months. And he, and he said, I'm really just starting to see the field the way that I want to. And, and it goes back to that college quarterback that I watched throw on that field. I went, I got him, and I said, uh, uh, listen, you need to come up and see me and check this thing out. He's, he's got, and I wanted to see what his miles per hour were in the sim as well. So him and his dad came up three days before he was going back off to college. And he used this machine and he said, can I come back tomorrow? This is exactly what I need. He said, I, I've been cheating my entire life because I have a great arm and it's catching up to me in college because you can't just survive on throwing a ball alone. You can't survive on your arm. You're making mistakes and trying to push balls into places. And what it does for my son and hopefully more for my son and what it's bringing to those guys is it's, it's, it's like playing chess. Mm-hmm. And you need to see all of those moving parts. And you need to see as many as you can, as quick as you can, in hopefully under 2.5 seconds, sometimes under two seconds, to get the ball where it needs to be. And it's funny, too. If you watch the tack, it pulls the overhead of every play. So if you run a play, and half the time when you throw the ball, 
you can't even see where it went because there's right. offense and defensive linemen in front of you. Right. So you turn around and on the overhead, we can actually put the overhead of the play. So you see how that play developed, where you threw the ball, who was open, who you'd never even looked at, all that kind of stuff. And when, when you put something like that on television or people watch Peyton Manning in a game, it's, it's so easy to watch that. And you'll see it on the talk. I love it so much. People say, mm-hmm. well, I would have looked H off and then thrown Y on the opposite side of the field, thrown him towards the sideline. If I would have let him up the field a little bit, we'd have had a touchdown, which, which is what I would say or he would say or, or coaches say every week. Right. If you put that headset on or if you put that helmet on worse and you go into a real game, you don't see any of that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you don't see the spacing. You, you might not see the guys. You might not see anything. You're thinking I'm going to throw here. You never even see that guy through the defensive end. Right. By the time you look left, someone's about to run you back over. Right. That's what people don't realize, too, is like even you see you see it on games nowadays. You watch on TV. They're like, oh, so-and-so is wide open. Or you see the, the receiver waving, but it's like he gets mad sometimes. I'm like, there's no way the quarterback could have saw you. The pressure's all right here. Yep. There's yeah, no the, way, dude. Do you know what else? Uh, uh, and I have come a long way in this in watching this because even on the overhead, you watch the overhead and you're like, hey, Jake, you know, look at X. Well, the AI is so good as players are that had you looked that way and had the ball been coming back and going that entire way, that's not where he would have been. The defender wouldn't have been over here if everybody's like, well, X is open running right down the hash. Okay, but I was looking over here. If I had turned around and looked this way, this entire play is different. All yep. of a sudden, that safety is not running towards that hash and looking at the guy that the whole world just said was wide open, including the, the broadcasters and announcers, which, by the way, I have brought broadcasters and announcers in here before they've just uh, high school kind of level guys before they went and broadcast games. And I swear to gosh, it changes the way they call games. Wow. Because it's. It's different. You, it's right. easy to sit in the stands and say Johnny should have thrown the ball to his tight end. It's much difficult to get into the game with the clock, with the guys rushing you. Yeah, and you get that perspective. You get that full-on experience. So now you're in the driver's seat. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's always easier to, to tell someone how to do something. But then you try to do it, and you're like, you're doing worse than they did, you know? Because <laughs> now you're in the driver's seat. It's, it's always a challenge. But – that's awesome, man. And it's so good that it's helped your son and it's helping other young athletes. I think what it is too, is it allows them to slow down, to mentally yeah. slow down and take a look at everything, you know, and just, and just not be so enamored by the pressure, you know, I'll tell y'all, let me get my boy uh, Lamar Jackson in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. I love him. I think he's doing good, but it, I mean, I think he should be doing that in the off season and everything. He should be going there more in the off season and, because he's, he's good now, but he can get so much better. <laughs> it, it is amazing, the talent level of somebody like Lamar Jackson. Just think of the physical tools that that guy, one, that he's crafted by working hard, and two, that the good Lord blessed him with to come into that perfect situation where a guy's willing to, to work hard. I mean, my gosh, it, it's, it's just – it's another level. Yeah, it's I a, definitely enjoy watching him play and – yeah, I'm, I've always rooted for him, and I'm like, I want. Well, he's on my favorite team, so I really want him to do good. So right. Like, yeah, <laughs> but the way he's to me, the way he's just adapted and continues to just grow and just show people, like all the announcers and, and sports commentators, are like, oh, he can't do this, he can't do that. Now, he, I mean, he's just bombing it down the field. 
I mean, he's still running and everything, but his arm is incredible. He's staying more in the pocket now. Though. Yeah, he is. But his, you, his ability is just insane. Have you seen his high school tapes? I have not. Uh, a little bit of them, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just a different world. <laughs> <laughs> which goes to my point, which is people are like, oh, I think my kid could play, you know, big-time football somewhere. But then just just put on Lamar's high school tape and be like, is this what you see on the field? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because well, it's even, a different level. Yeah, well, even then we talk about the, the kid that was like, well, I've been cheating. I've been relying on my arm. And that was catching up on me, like, to, a stint, to an extent, like, the NFL has caught up to Lamar a little bit, but not yeah. quite as much, but it's enough where he has to, like, be better and do better. But he's doing it, though. And, and, and that's the great thing about something like this. Obviously, you know, we have, we have the wide range. Mm-hmm. But that guy right there, I watched him read. And I love guys who are brutally honest. And in sports, mm-hmm. egos kind of get in the way where there's a wall that has to be broken down before you get through. Mm-hmm. Because everybody, especially the good ones, they don't want to admit necessarily that there's there's areas of opportunity. So mm-hmm. a lot of the, the best players will get into the here, and it takes a while because they get mad at the receivers or they get mad at something else. Uh, uh, my son loves to yell at the receivers, and then I put on the overhead, and I'm like, look, "Look where you threw the ball!" <laughs> like, well, it's like Madden. I get mad at the receivers in Madden, but I hold it down <laughs> to rocket mode all the time. Um, <laughs> but he was so honest. That he, he admitted to that and he came over and he looked the overhead and he said, he said, this would change my life. He was going back to school somewhere, somewhere I forget where he was going, a long way from here. Mm-hmm. And he said, this is literally what I need to change my life because it, it brings the actual game to me. The part said, I don't get the reps in practice. He's got this great arm, but by the time he gets thrown in there, he has to prove himself every single play. There's mm-hmm. the other twist that we have. We're in a facility that is only this system. Mm-hmm. So most facilities that have this, it's your indoor kind of soccer arenas where they do football training and baseball training and all that kind of stuff. So we get guys, even guys that are hurt, that are uh, uh, bigger quarterbacks because they can literally come in here and shut this place down. It's just them, no ego, no nothing, just a defense and their results. And that is it just work at the quarterback. And I think that that's a big part of it, especially with the talented guys is you, you have to get past whatever you think you are and just get purely into the training mode, which is what do I need to achieve? What are, and I love, I say objective about 18 times a day to my children because I love objective results. And right. at the end of the day, that's what, if you go out and you throw and we've done it a billion times and you're throwing on a field and you got a couple of receivers there's results that you see, but you don't have the objective numbers of how did you actually do in this situation and what do you need to reproduce in it? And, and this thing gives it to you. And every and part of what I love about it too is I'll just use him as an example. We have middle school guys right now who I know for a fact understand and are reading defenses better than the guy who has the greatest arm I've ever seen in person outside of an NFL stadium throw a football. Mm. And and, and this has allowed them to say, and they're used to this. They've played Madden. They've done VR. They know what the world is. And then they get into this system. They got 40 yards to roam on each side. They've got a real football. They've got the entire game in front of them. And they're working on, okay, guys, this is what a cover three is. This is where your strengths are, your weaknesses. And this is where you need to look to throw the ball. And it's just, they're sponges. They just take it in. Right. And currently, right now, 
not only do we have all that that we can go over, Trent Dilfer is um, the Elite 11, the quarterback, the Super Bowl, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. There yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Want to put a ring uh, Yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he, uh, um, he has started QBIQ, which is all mental stuff. They, they work in camps. They, they, they work on me- the mental side of the game because that's where he wants to, to live for a while is, okay, we have so – they've taken such a great stride in these guys' abilities that the, the guys sitting on the bench in the NFL and in college throw better footballs than anybody has ever thrown. So now how do you bring that equation back to, okay, now we need to fix their head so that they can take this great throwing ability and, and be able to understand what's going slow the game down and make sure they understand it. Mm-hmm. So we, QB Sim, is, uh, um, who, who, who is this whole system is QB Sim. QB Sim is, is working with Trent Dilfer to bring his mental coaching into the game, into the headset. Oh, wow, that's so awesome. while you're in the headset, while you've got the custom defense, while you've got everything there, now you have him and his team's knowledge of, okay, what do you need to know mentally in this situation? And that is just unreal. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, um, kind of remind me of Tom Brady playing because he's like been playing for like 40 years now. Like, <laughs> 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 From Michigan, by the way, or uh, went to college in Michigan. Yeah, played college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, is that so? Him having that longevity is—is is it more mental or physical that he's been able to do that? You know, I do, think, do you it, think? It, it's kind of like the uh, 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 to be a great quarterback, you need the arm, and then as Trent Dilfer and we are working on is getting the head to level out with the great strides that they made in throwing. There is nobody in the world like Tom Brady. And what's funny to me is um, Tom Brady has become a default for people that might be struggling in the throwing or different areas or, or, or get drafted or, or taken a little bit lower. And they're always like, well, Tom Brady. And, and he gives so many people hope in that way. Uh, Brady hasn't had it easy. Well, everybody's had challenges. Everybody has challenges. And he inspires people in a lot of ways. If you're not maybe the fastest guy with the strongest arm, that, that hard work can bring that. But I'm telling you, I, I've watched a lot of team, Tom Brady. I've taught my son for years, never, ever, ever bet against Tom Brady. That doesn't mean he's always going to win, but never bet against him. And I think what he has learned and what, what, why he's lasted so long is that he's brought both, that he's brought the TB12 health, the health of his arm, the health of his body, all that kind of stuff, to an ability to never step. There, there's no ego in Tom Brady could have come out of college and said, this is how I throw. Hmm. And I don't think that he ever has. He's never stopped learning. He's never stopped pushing himself, whether it's his physical maintenance or simply how he throws and how he releases. And you'll see in his form and in his weight transfer and all that kind of stuff, even his stride from Michigan to what he does now, there's no part of his game that he's not working. And I'm sure there's plenty of things that he just throws away. Hmm. Um, but I also love Tom Brady that he seems to have a short memory. Even Tom Brady makes mistakes. Yeah. Right. But I saw a film one time where his memory was so short that he walked off. He was with the Patriots and he walked off the field and Belichick yelled at him for a pass. And he looked honest to goodness right at the man and said, that guy dropped it. I made a great pass. And Belichick stumped it. He said, uh, you threw it over his head. And he was just like, oh, that one to Julian. Yeah, it was. Never mind. And just turned around and walked away because that play was so dead to him. He was so mentally strong, knowing that he, he can't live in the world of the bad, that he right. has to be on 
play that that kind of a challenge and that kind of a moment is, is, is so far beyond his memory that he's mentally strong and he's on to the next play. And every, literally in his mind, every play that just occurred was perfect. They might have had to punt, but they'll get the ball back and go score on the next one. I, I, just yeah. I mean, and that's the mindset that we should have in life in general. Like Absolutely. things happen, like have a short memory, get out your head and just keep going. It's uh-huh. the past. And um, I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady because obviously I'm a Ravens <laughs> fan, but um, uh-huh. I do like that he does that and having a short memory to keep uh-huh. going and, and say, next time I get you next time. So, yeah. Did, did you hear that story they were talking about recently where he wanted to leave U of M? He got mm-hmm. to Michigan, wasn't getting playing time, and he wanted to leave. So he told Lloyd Carr he was going to leave, and he went and saw, I forget the, the gentleman's name, who was like in charge of counseling the players. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what? I'm not getting the playing time. I'm not getting the opportunity. I'm going to go back to California. And the, the counselor that they had at the time basically said, well, why wouldn't you? You haven't done anything here anyway. <clears throat> and <laughs> Uh, either took it to heart or got ticked off, went back and told Lloyd Carr he was going to stick around at Michigan, and then the rest is history. So. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady really is a Jordan of, you know, of football. <laughs> it's unreal. Man, it's just unreal. Whether And there's plenty of people that don't like him or like him and, and either side. Uh, you got to respect what that guy is. Oh, yeah. It's the, I definitely respect him. It's unbelievable. But even Brady is, is the point in here, whether it's ages or challenges or whatever. Uh to, to, to that quote that you just had, anybody can play the greatest game, the twist on us. Anybody can now play the greatest game in the history of the world at the greatest position in the greatest game in the history of the world. And what we bring, and we'll bring it back to, to uh, the individuals that come in here with all different challenges, whether it's a wheelchair, whether it's, it's, it's something physical, whether it's mental or their background or whatever it is. Um, my dad just turned 72 years old. This sim, you can stand you can sit, you, you, you can be on, we had a guy coming from Pittsburgh who had an injury this year and his dad called and said, listen, he's not getting the reps that he needs. I'm not letting him lose an entire season of playing football. Mm-hmm. We scripted his place. He played approximately four whole football games over the course of a weekend. We scripted every play. We scripted every defense. We scripted every uniform color of the teams that he was going to be playing against that week. And he played uh, on and off with breaks four football games over the course of a three-day weekend to get the reps back in that he was, he was going to need. Wow. He can do injured. Anybody, whether it's a, it's a little kid playing at their level or other people with challenges or, or whatever the challenge is, you can play the quarterback position just like Jake Plummer was playing it, no matter what your challenge is. You set the defense, you put it at the appropriate level, whether it's the player sizes or whether it's the player's ability, it's high school, youth, whatever it is. And for the first time ever, with 22 guys, with blitzing linebackers, with with defenses that read your eyes, with an offensive line that blocks, with receivers that both drop and miss passes, (laughs) they'll miss passes on you. And my son will get mad and I'll say, because you don't have any receivers that drop passes. That's what the game is. Mm-hmm. It's fourth degree, and the guy drops your pass. And guess what the game says? Start over at the other end of the field, bud. Your receiver dropped the pass. <laughs> but it, it's so, so awesome. Yeah, if, if it's somebody who enjoys this game, it brings you another level of being – well, it, it's something that wasn't there before. I would never – I didn't play quarterback in high school. 
it never in my life would have an opportunity to play an NFL level team on an MNFL level, uh, throw a real ball, be in the game and see what it was like. And, and it's quite, that's why I harass these guys in Denver. That's why uh, Ted Sundquist is a genius who started this, who worked uh, uh, with the air force guys. And it's, I, I, I tell people sometimes you can't understand it until you put the headset on. There's one we just put on TikTok. Tony Fant, the greatest guy ever. He's a stand-up comedian. He played football at Michigan State University. He does all kinds of basketball leagues and football leagues and all kinds of stuff. And if you go to TikTok, I think it's like two or three back where he first put on the headset. And he stands there. And I, I think I wrote every day. Or this is every day for us or something above it. And he just stands here on this field going, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I got a wristband on. This is unbelievable because it, 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 unless you put that on, if you like football and you like going in there, I, I've just never seen anything in the world like it. And it keeps getting better. This team, Ted's team and all those guys out there with QB Sim, every day, well, in technology, if you're not getting better, somebody else is passing you. Right, exactly. So every single day they're getting better. Last week was the first week that I now have all 22. So if I go into that system and I am a linebacker or I am a safety, I can go in, customize their plays and do my reads as a linebacker against their offense. And, and the way I heard it, it was actually Nick Saban's idea because QB Sim toured the entire SEC, met Mike Leach, all those guys, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, everybody's been in the Sim this year. And uh, the story I heard, I wasn't there was Nick Saban walked in while they were doing it. And I think Mac Jones spent an hour in the sim. And he walked in and he said, uh, uh, I, I can't do any impressions, so I'm going to do one right now. He said, uh, what about my defense? And they, like a light bulb went off, and everybody was like, Coach, we're going to work on it right now. And, that had, and he told them, he said, I need three steps. It, defense is, there's so much physical after the first three steps. I need three steps. You need to make your read in three steps from any position, see it develop. Where am I going right now? If I'm a linebacker, who am I reading? Where am I going? Safety. Mm -hmm. Who's my threat? And we have that now, which actually is great for defense, but we're a little quarterback centric here. So what we do with the quarterbacks is they make a play. They flip over to read and react mode in the QB sim. Now I'm either at the safety position or I'm above the safety position in the all 22 camera. And I'm watching my own play develop from the safety position. Hmm. Now, not I always kind of explain it to people as in when you study, you think you know something, but if you can teach it, now you know something. Yeah. Right. If you, if you can run a play from a quarterback position, that's great. And we'll get to numbers. If you can see it develop and know which one of your plays it is from the all 22 and three steps, now you got the play. You, you, you wow. see how they reacts you see what your guys are doing you see where this guy might ha have to hesitate to get around an outside linebacker and all of a sudden your timing starts coming into place which is like you know what that that's a that's a cover one man defense that they're jamming my receiver on the timing's not going to be the same as me and him playing catch I can see it I can see that guy jamming him and what the timing needs to be for him to get off so mm -hmm. uh, I gotta tell you these guys are magicians I love this right stuff. and that's huge because that's what you look for because even like with if you look at like for example Peyton and Eli Manning especially uh -huh. Peyton 
like, you know, they're doing their Monday night football thing, but it's like, they're giving you that analysis, but that's how they did it on the field. Like they can read defenses like that. I mean, and they can change things up like crazy. Tom Brady, same thing, Aaron Rodgers, you know? So it's like everybody need, you know, that's what they're looking for in quarterbacks. It's not just the throwing, the athleticism, but the ability to read defenses and read them quickly, you know, and make split second decisions. So like you said, with Trent Dilfer, you're bringing in the mental game. That's huge because you see a lot of quarterbacks. I've seen them over the years where they come in, everybody thinks they're going to be the next big star. No, they're not. They end up being one and done because the team, they're either not ready and they're thrown into a situation that is just too overwhelming or the team just doesn't know how to utilize them. So I think all of this is going to kind of start to just, you're going to, I think you're going to see less of that with this type of technology. I really do. I I think the the same way and honest to God, the way guys release a football right now is just so the quarterback training that they do is ungodly. And I don't do any quarterback training uh, besides my son. There are experts out there that know this stuff that I send him to that we do all that. What, What we are is kind of a hub for those guys. So those guys that just do mechanics, this levels the playing field with mechanics and is bringing that mental side of the mechanics back up. Those guys that can throw and teach throwing and all that kind of stuff. Now what they can do is sit on the grass right over here, or they can sit home and get the video of the guy later. And all of a sudden what they see are the real mechanics. These aren't the mechanics of you and I out throwing on a football team field and you telling me to take a shorter stride and to get my shoulder around or whatever. This is my mechanics. When Mike was blitzing me, I'm trying to read a, a cover four defense and I'm not sure it isn't a cover two defense and what I had to do to get the ball out in a game situation. Those mechanics are completely different than the mechanics that they've used to get the guys to where they're at right now. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just fascinating to watch. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Oh, I mean, so you talk about Josh Rosen. You, you say you huh? liked him. So, I, like, I don't – I haven't followed him, so I don't even know if he's on the team right now. Is he doing this a lot? Uh, I, I don't think that Josh Rosen has ever been in a QB sim. I, I don't think so because he, where he went, uh, um, uh, he was in Arizona. He was in my, he may have been, I have no idea. I haven't seen any video or heard any discussion with it, mm-hmm. but Josh Rosen is on the side. I've always been a huge Josh Rosen fan where he is on the side. Really to me, almost the epitome of what they did with the throwing motion, mm-hmm. what he had naturally what quarterback coaches could bring to the table. And if you ever get a chance just to watch like his pro day, I think it was, was outside or someday he had outside. And it's kind of like the guy that I watched throw. I could just watch it all day. Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But now you take Josh Rosen, he's had his struggles staying on an NFL team or staying on a, on a starting on an NFL team or wherever he's had to travel. And uh, um, what I think that this brings to a lot of those guys and even maybe some of the veterans who are struggling is – get away from it all, get away from having to be, you know, whatever your the big name is, get away from it all. And this is just football. There's mm-hmm. no other place that a quarterback of that level, pick any name, pick Tom Brady. Tom Brady can't go anywhere and throw a football. And well, Brett Favre has been gone for years. He can't go anywhere and throw a football. And it's right. not like everybody wants to see Brett Favre throw, mm-hmm. but a place where a guy, whether it's a veteran or a guy struggling or a guy that wants to do it, to simply just go work on the game. And then when you walk out of here, it's phenomenal. So you walk out of here, not only did you, did, you, did you play football, did you get the experience and the reps and all that kind of stuff, you now have the film of you throwing the football. 
So what they've been bringing mechanics along for the last whatever years, a perfect video of you throwing a football from all angles. This is what we've been studying forever, throwing footballs. You also have the game film. So the, the game is being taped at the same time you're playing it. So just like, like huddle, basically, you have your game film showing your eyes. So where was I looking? I can look at the actual game film. Now I looked at the game film and I like what I see. I, I go back to what I think is even more valuable is that overhead view. I can actually see where I looked and how the play developed in front of me. That's not just looking from the game film from the different camera angles. Mm. And then you start breaking it into all the stats from arm slot to did Sometimes it's uh, what they call it an analysis paralysis. Um, but, but it gives you anything that you want to know to study. And where I like that stuff, at least for my own son is uh, looking what's outside of the meat. So, okay, I don't want me personally to work on his mechanics. He works with coaches that he likes on mechanics and stuff like that. But what I like to track is, okay, so you really thought you had a good day today. Tomorrow, these numbers are completely different. I don't care what the numbers are, but now these numbers are completely different. Now you ran this route and you were staring right at the receiver. Like, what are we seeing or what are we doing that's different than what we thought was successful? And what I love about that is as much as I don't coach, part of that reason too is that one, there are people who are experts in it. Two, no matter how much of an expert is, that dude's got to know on the field what he needs to correct. Mm -hmm. So when they turn around here, I'm not telling them what's going on in the overhead. They are. Mm -hmm. Because if they can't figure it out on their own, I'm not going to help them on Friday night. Last night, it's 20 degrees outside. The ref overinflated the football right before the game to make sure Tom Brady wasn't out there. And <laughs> you've got a little bit of snow. You've got freezing cold. You have an inflated football. You're going both ways. They're, they're, I don't care if it's on the sideline. There's not a coach in the world that is going to help you once that ball is snapped. You better be able to figure it out and hopefully have practiced it before. Yeah. Right. And that, that man, that's so awesome. That really is. That's yeah. such a cool technology. I'm, I'm liking it. I've been into like simulators. I mess with his computer and be uh, playing a little truck and simulator game. So, like, where, where are you guys at, by the way? I have no idea. We're in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Yeah. In Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, there is a QB sim. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh -huh. I'd love to go check it out and try it out. Yeah, for sure. cool. or, <laughs> or Michigan is absolutely beautiful from now until it gets a little muddy in the spring and then it's good again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just take a road trip. This is here all <laughs> every day, day and night. I'm in here. We'll fire it up. Cool. I, awesome. I have to do that. I actually have my family's from Detroit. So, oh, really? Yeah. Um, my, my family go home and see, you know, I'm I've been you, there for a while, but. You have all of my contact information. You come see the fam. You come see me. You play quarterback. We'll fight. <laughs> Dude. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. It's fantastic. I'm telling you, last night, my kids went to bed. Uh, uh, my, my wife was probably looking at TikTok. She was going to bed. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I said, I'm going back over the building. It's 10 minutes away from my house. I drove over here and I started playing quarterback. And this is after I was doing my dance routine, which we had to be at the school by 8 a.m. for. <laughs> it was like my, my just, just, just let down for the night, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just came in and I started playing quarterback. Well, all of a sudden I've discovered, well, uh, I would have to say almost thanks to uh, a, a video of Peyton Manning in the sim uh, that has been viewed now, I think 2.6 million times. That's what oh. made me really, really love TikTok. 
is uh, I was looking at my phone and I thought, I don't even know if anybody's awake, but I got my phone. I clicked it on live and I turned the phone around. So it saw the computer that's showing the gameplay and me in the sim playing quarterback terribly at 11 o'clock at night. And I, I swear, I think we had 2000 followers watching a terrible quarterback. That's me, an old man in the sim where you could see the gameplay <laughs> and me throwing the ball. And, and there was some serious time watch. I was pretty impressed. I was humbled by it because I am not that great at the quarterback position where they just sat there and watched this game because it is, it, it's almost unbelievable. I say that about the headset, but just the fact that you know that what that guy's doing, you know what Peyton in that video was doing. He was playing football, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty impressive. So I like the talk. I like the live version of the talk. Uh, my son, by the way, who wasn't asleep, said, Hey, I saw you go live yesterday. And I said, Oh, what do you think about my pick? And he was like, nah, I only watched it for like two seconds, man. <laughs> I was like, Hey, you saw your dad on your phone live. I don't know about you. I'm an old man. If I was flipping through my phone and saw my dad live somewhere, like I'd tune in for more than two seconds. Right, right. That's awesome, though. <laughs> but people do love it because people love virtual reality because, like I said, it brings you into that element. So it's not about you being good. I think people just love. People that love technology, one, people that love sports, people that love gaming, that's like everything that they want, man, all in one. So it doesn't matter about how good you are. It's the fact of what they're getting to see and to think you could you could actually do that it is incredible. It, it, it is amazing what you can do. And it, it, it just blows me away on what you're going to be able to do tomorrow. Like right. it, it's, it, it's unbelievable. And people say all the time, like, and we've actually looked at both helmets while you're playing. And I think that I, I always say it wrong, like the haptic suits, the, whatever it is that makes you haptic, feel the haptic uh, technology. Yeah. Yes. I know that, that QB Sim is looking into to both of those situations. But when you watch those sack videos, they're pretty realistic enough. Yeah. You're I know, right? told you got hit. And the same day that we went to first try it out, and my son ran screaming out of the building because the linebacker <laughs> was blitzing, I had a little more composure. And they put the blitz on me too. And I felt the guy come. Uh, Tennessee's head coach did a similar move on one of the videos where he threw the ball and he, he kind of waves his hands down to push the guy away from his yeah. cage. And I didn't push my hands down, but I threw the ball and I kind of kind of doubled over like this with the guy. And I could feel that the rest of the day, like we had a long drive, but the rest of the day, I could feel a virtual reality linebacker in my rib cage as though I had got hit by the guy. And, yeah, and it's I, a mental. It sets your nerves on edge, man. Oh, yeah. You know, the haptic feedback thing is cool, I guess, just to really enhance that experience and get people get the players used to that. That's really good. But because yeah. but overall, I think that's going to add to it. Absolutely. But mental yeah. alone, like your eyes visualizing it, all that whole mental game, man, that's enough just to, like you said, have your nerves on, on edge the rest of the day, man. It, it, yes. it really is. And, and people pick on I don't know if you saw people pick on my center because he has a terrible time blocking. <laughs> but uh, um uh the the game times everything what they've thought about the, nothing is to chance so in that linebacker blitz situation you, you might have uh 1.5 you might have two seconds you might have 2.5 seconds so um it, I, I think qb sim actually put the video out of that terrible justin field sack and that burrow sack where you put those quarterbacks who maybe at, at each level they go to haven't built that internal clock quite where they think it is to what we're going to not those guys maybe but other guys uh and it gives you that internal clock you're not going to have that time that mike linebacker if it's that blitz 
is going to get to you at 1.5. If that ball is not out, the play's dead. It's sad. It's over. Whether you feel it or, or you fall down or whatever you do, mm-hmm. the play's dead because you didn't get the ball out in time. Right. I mean, that's so awesome. And it's so cool that, that like you said, the technology is continuing to change and just, just adapt and evolve. That's so awesome. But I want to know, I know you said you're very quarterback centric, but is there other versions of this uh, simulator that are, that work on, that focus more on different positions? Like say, like, do, you, do they work with like linebackers, wide receivers, corners, do they do anything like that? Or is it mostly just quarterback? Three things, QB Sim, which are the geniuses behind it, and Ted's, Ted's dream since the Air Force Academy. There is the QB Sim version, which is, as they call it, the elite quarterback simulator. That, mm-hmm. that is at Oklahoma. There is the MMQ, MMQB version. There, and it's where we first played. Uh, uh, bars, uh, like, like in Grand Rapids, Michigan, there's a bar. It's, uh, uh, they do bowling. bowling. They, they throw a football at bowling pins and knock it over. My son's a quarterback and I beat him at falling while we were there and I never let him forget it. (laughs) Well, they have a big area. I think it's like 20 by 30 or 20 by 20. I don't know what it is. And they have a game version in there that QB Sim has designed a game version where people who are there, they have a couple pops, they're playing a little falling that it doesn't have the training portion of it, but you can play quarterback. You can go into a grass area, Mm. get the ball. Annie Agar is very popular online. And I saw they had her out there. Uh, throwing the ball and playing quarterback. Now we go to our version, which is the elite, which is the same version at UCLA and Texas Tech and everybody else. What, what we did originally, quarterback-centric, all quarterback play. So we had defensive backs and defensive back coaches come in and say, I want my guys to play this game from the quarterback position. So we take the offense that they're playing against, we take their defense, and they actually play quarterback against basically them as a cornerback or as a safety or as a middle linebacker to see what the goals are of this team with their playbook. So if you're a middle linebacker and this team loves crossing routes, you get to see how important it is that you wall that guy off in the middle field. Cause if you don't, it's the easiest pass in the world. Mm-hmm. I've only got a 10 yard pass that's straight in front of my face. Cause you didn't wall right. them off. So that's one two is now. And this is literally as of last Monday that I got it added to our system which is the read and react mode. And that's the, the, the saving mode, as I call it, which mm-hmm. is the three steps. So now this is a complete game changer for all those other positions because I still use it for quarterbacks because that's where we've been this whole time. But now you can come in, especially in the passing game, as a corner, as a safety, the entire playbook or even just training playbooks. If you want to teach them outside releases, inside releases, all the hitches to goes, to hitching goes, whatever you want, now you have that ability to do it on a real field setting, which again, you can do it in a grass field where you have a receiver and that guy, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that is like standing on a field. You're standing in a huge stadium. They've got 22 guys on offense. You're in corner. This guy's here. And all of a sudden you get to see your spacing. Now I'm playing safety. I'm looking at my quarter cornerbacks and seeing where my help is, whether they're bailing or they're staying and that mm-hmm. spacing and that speed of the guys coming off. And, and to think that's the first version of their defense to think where this thing will be after Christmas or in a year from now yeah. to all positions on the field. I mean, it's, it's just unreal. I'm blown away and I'm not uh, uh, the great, I, I didn't even have zoom on my phone. <laughs> um, 
but to see what they're doing, where it's going, where the, the, right. the real smart guys are taking it. There's just so many layers to it from, from, from Ted to partnering now with Trent Dilfer and those guys to, to uh, the, the guys, obviously, who are the technology geniuses and our IT directors and the guys that build the back platform that actually does like the overheads and stuff like that. I mean, just, just blown away, just right. blown away. Absolutely. And I think the, you know, what you just mentioned there, but especially like the partnering with the Trent Dofer and everything to bring in that whole mental aspect. I mean, to me, this, this, this technology is going nowhere but forward. I mean, yeah. it's going to, like you said, it's going to be absolutely amazing to look at it from a, year, a couple months from now, but especially a year from now, two years from now, I think, I think you're going to absolutely be blown away. Well, I agree. And the other side that I like that very few people talk about, because we spend so much time in the training and equaling the throwing and the brain side of it is it completely changes recruiting. We live in a tiny town north of us in Michigan. There's not a lot of stuff, uh, which means that a lot of those guys have now gone to eight man football. Well, if, if I'm at Texas Tech and I've got my quarterback room just hammering this thing over and over and over. And say there's a, a kid in, in wherever Michigan in the thumb that's playing eight-man football, right? Now, I might not be able to go scout an eight-man football game or do anything like that. Or, or this poor guy would never be seen by Texas Tech. Okay, right. you want to see seen by Texas Tech? Come down here, run their offense against the defense that they're going to say, put it into NFL mode, put your numbers together. And now that, that's the start of colleges using it, the start of pros using it. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you're speaking their language from anywhere in the world. Yeah, that's kind of right. cool. That is awesome. Yeah, you go into their system, you prove what you can do, and at least you're going to turn some heads and say, they'll know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Coach, I went into your system. I completed 80% of the pass. And, and the other thing I love about that is when we videotape, I'm huge on audio all the way up mm-hmm. and making those guys talk because there's nothing that's more impressive to me than a guy that goes under center, whether it's a mistake, whether it's right or it's wrong or whatever. Just go through what you're thinking. Say it out loud. Uh, this is what I see. I see a cover three. Okay, you're completely wrong. I'm not going to tell him that. He's only going to learn it if he's going to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He's completely wrong in what he sees. He's completely wrong in where he should throw the ball. All of this stuff. But, but say it out loud. Put it on tape and then watch it. That's completely different than watching the game film and knowing you cost the game because you made that error in the game. When you could have made that error 150 times, with nobody getting tired, nobody running the wrong route, no terrible scout team defense. You can have the best scout team in the world, make a thousand mistakes, get it out of the way so that on Friday night, you, you still might make mistakes. And it's kind of like my son, even this year, who, who he too has made mistakes on a football field, but the mistakes are narrowing down to what did I, what did I do with my, my mechanics? Mm-hmm. very few mental mistakes, which is what I was happy with. Mm-hmm. Very few times was he like, I was confused by the defense. I thought that this guy was going to do that. I just made a mental mistake on this. And it's more, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't step, I did something physical and physical. You just keep working. He's only a freshman, whatever. You just keep yeah. working physical, stronger, faster, all that kind of stuff. But if you can start cutting down those mental mistakes, Holy, I mean, you're creating machines. Absolutely. That's, that's it. I mean, that's absolutely mental is the biggest part of it. You can yeah. teach mechanics. The mental game is, is something everybody's got to learn to overcome themselves. Yeah. So that's yeah. huge. And when you have both, that confidence level is just through the roof. Like absolutely. You Who wants a confident quarterback? Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it rolls over to the rest of the team. Yeah. I mean, 100%. so 
That's awesome. You ready to wrap this thing up? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can. Okay. It's, it's about yeah, about that time. So we got a couple wrap-up questions for you. Um, I'm ready. To end this. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for being on here. Absolutely. Um, I enjoyed this a lot. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And now I have Zoom on my phone. So anytime you guys want to stop in or call me via Zoom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we definitely will because, like, we want to, you know, um, how how it improves. We want to have you on yeah. and talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. And or if you have to go on the air and somebody stands you up, just hit it and dial me. I don't care where I'm at. I'll talk to you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. So my first question is, give me – your top five quarterbacks of all time. Mm. <laughs> this is a terrible question for me. Uh, 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 my top quarterback of all time will, uh, and I'm sorry about this, is always Tom Brady. Uh, I just think <laughs> what he has done, and 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 there are people that like him or don't like him, and maybe it's part of the Michigan connection that that it just uh, it, it just will always be Tom Brady. The second one is my son. Because, uh, uh, one, he's my son. And, two, uh, the, the boy just works. He's actually waiting right now. He's a little upset with me because football season just ended. And uh, we had to go to cheer all day for a cheer competition starting early. And going. It was like a wrestling match. It just went the, the entire day right up to this point. Uh, um, and he's ticked off at me because I'm supposed to help him work in a hybrid I'm creating a hybrid Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of a workout uh, uh, for him. So, uh, awesome. yeah, so I'm, I'm really interested in that. Uh, um, so I, I don't have five quarterbacks. I'm going to tell you uh, the guys that we study, though, nonstop. Uh, okay. uh, because Tom Brady, I love Tom Brady. He's my number one. And we look at Tom Brady, but there are certain guys that, that I think, uh, let's be realistic. Let's look at guys that, that we can study all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and that and, and actually, it brings us more to a modern era just because the film is better, right? Yeah. So if I had on my top five, Dan Marino is on that list. Okay. I love Dan Marino. But Dan Marino, uh, um, the, the film is terrible. So when you want to – I love to slow and zoom and slow and zoom and slow and zoom and look at the hand. Uh, um, Michael Vick, un, un, uh, just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, But, like, when I look at Vick, we bring the camera out a little bit. It actually makes it clearer to kind of see what he's doing. And I make my son do sprints all the time. He's never going to be as fast as Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. But to be have, but to have that ability and that arm and that speed. And honestly, Michael Vick had amazing decision-making ability. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, I, I don't know. And I know there's a lot of other issues that play into it. But I don't know if he quite gets the credit that, that he deserves for the, the um, just just the ability to play that position and really to change that position in a lot yeah. of ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then Peyton Manning, obviously, not only for getting us 2.6 million views on the internet, um, <laughs> but I was not a Peyton Manning fan. I was a Michigan guy, a Charles Woodson guy, and not a Peyton Manning because we had a Heisman incident. We had all kinds of stuff going on at the time uh, when he was coming out of Tennessee. And, and uh, Michigan got the Heisman, by the way. Um, but but the, the fact of him studying, and I think that it's kind of the precursor to what we're doing right now, is that, that that kind of guy who can be a coach on the field. Peyton always studied. He always did. And he still does. As you said, with both the brothers, they, they know the game like it's the back of their hand. It comes and it goes. And I don't know if I need my last five. 
But my, my last one was uh, Danny White, by the way, former Cowboy uh, quarterback yeah. of the yeah. Dallas Cowboys, uh, who spent the last three years, I think, uh, no feeling in his hand. I don't, I'm not sure what happened. But when I was a kid, I went to the Football Hall of Fame, and the only poster they had left of a quarterback at that day was Danny White. Mm. So I got a Danny White poster, and then I studied Danny White a little bit as a young man, as much as you could study back then. That's pre-internet. Yeah. Uh, and I've always loved Danny White. But th- there's just – those guys are a different level. And that's what I think people don't realize is these younger guys now in a lot of ways are being asked to do more than a lot of those guys back then who were just born with – unbelievable unbelievable talent yeah but with the power reads and and the rpos and all that kind of stuff it's just unreal so thank you for that question i don't know if i answered it i also put my son on it but ultimately (laughs) it it goes tom brady then everybody that i can get great film of uh uh my son's not six four so actually there's a tv right behind you that we do live when they're throwing so this one this is a huge tv that shows the game they're playing or their vision Mm -hmm. And then one behind them that shows their mechanics that sets up over here. So the coach turns around, he can see their mechanics on film at the same time. If he doesn't want to, whatever it is. Uh, um, and we had Kyler Murray on this the other day, who's also not a huge guy, but who uses every ounce of his body, mm-hmm. every part of Kyler Murray. So there's no wasted energy. There's no, the guy's just ungodly. It's ungodly. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. That's awesome. And another question. If you can have dinner with five people, dead or alive, who would they be? <laughs> this, this is insane. I, now I feel like I should have prepared for this question. Well, I have I have two grandparents. Uh, 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 make sure I don't. Uh, yes, I have two grandparents who are definitely on that list. That okay. I, I would not only like to, I'd like to bring my children along to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I clearly have to put Jesus Christ on this list because I'm not going to miss out on that opportunity. Uh, I would like to uh, uh, see George Washington, a huge George Washington guy. And I should probably pick a football player with the last one, but I'm not, (laughs) I'm not picking a football player. I feel like I watch too much football. If I'm going to beat something, I know there's enough ESPN covers those guys enough. I got to go with Abe Lincoln because uh, uh, my kids are young enough that we have drawing contests and painting contests Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I have mastered the art of the terrible profile of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so any, my kids are tired of me because anytime that we draw anything or a pencil gets into my hand, I draw a picture of Abe Lincoln with a beard and, and a hat and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so they would be disappointed in me if I did not answer Abraham Lincoln, if I did not bring them along. And also I'm a big fan, not only by drawing, maybe I need to practice drawing George Washington. So like uh, grandparents. Lincoln, Washington, and Jesus Christ. Cool. That's awesome, man. Wait, wait, wait. I just want one out of you. Who do you want to have dinner with? Both of you guys. One right now. Just one person? No, no you pick, pick somebody dead or alive. You Each of you get one. Who are you picking? Well, man. That's a, yeah. See, I this told you it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not. That's why we asked. Uh, well... I think I'm gonna go with John Lee Dumas. He's a, really? he's a he's a he's a podcast guy. He's he's um very successful at what he does, and because we still kind of do. And right. I just, I've I've listened to his book, um, one of his books, and I just want to sit there and just pick his brain on how to be more successful at podcasting. And, That's fantastic. 
So, is, is, I, I, I've heard this name, by the way. I, I, they've referred to him as, uh, 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 was it the Podfather or something like that? Like, really successful. Uh, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, he's cool. He's, um, he has a podcast called Entrepreneurs on Fire. He does it every day. Like, he, he puts a new one out every day. So, like, sometimes he records. But, like, I think, he, I think he lives in Puerto Rico. And, like, he works. And, like, if he doesn't want to work, he doesn't have to. Like, that's how good it, like, right. you know. Which, just, which is my next question. I know you study him, but have you reached out to him to get him on the show? Um, not yet. That, <laughs> okay. that is something. So maybe, maybe not this show show him because I talk way too much and I draw a terrible Abraham Lincoln picture. <laughs> but I'm telling you, 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 if you contact him, he'll want on this. And if you want me to reach out just so there's multiple voices, I don't care. I got like three emails anyway. I can send different things to him and say, hey, this is the show to be on, man. These guys are awesome. So thank you. Well, if you want to do that, that oh, would yeah, be great. We would, great, we would greatly appreciate that. We, Absolutely. I feel like we're catching momentum right now. Like yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're a, I see that. A yes. time where, yeah, so we want to get wanted to keep going. So it's like, all right. So now and, it's just, that, yeah. That, that's what he, obviously he doesn't have to work. That I mean, it, it seems like it lines up with what he wants to do. So that's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. So for me, I'm going to go completely opposite. And I'll just say I would sit down with Tom Brady and just yes. talk about how what it's <laughs> like to be in that spotlight, what it's like to be that great, what he does, just a whole lot of things, his mechanics, his mental, his diet, how he's maintained it for God, what's been in the league like seven? I don't know how long it's been a long time, almost 20 years or something like that. Maybe. And, and so, he's still wearing his shoulder pads from the University of Michigan, by the way. That's oh, wow. insanity. Yeah. Wow. So I, I would love to, I mean, there's so many people I could say, yeah, I would right. have been in with them, but just, I just, you know, he's definitely one of them or like, especially if he brings Giselle along with him, that, that, I mean, Tom's phenomenal, but if yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to talk to him about you can talk to her the whole time. <laughs> no, but I mean, another one would even be, uh, I didn't grow up a Green Bay Packers fan, but he's just so good. Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. um, and what he's doing and what he's done is just incredible. So we, we had some guys in here last week. We spent, I swear to God, it was supposed to be like 10 minutes and it turned into an hour and a half watching the videos of Aaron Rodgers from uh, Cal mm. all the way through where he is today. And that's another perfect example of, okay, uh, listen to what you think is right. And you know, your body better than anybody else. Like mm -hmm. the greatest coaches in the world, can't tell you what you can do with your body. They can help and they can guide, but you have to get it there. And if you watch Aaron Rodgers and everything that he's become, and he was obviously great at Cal, he should have gone top five, but dropped down in the draft or whatever. But his his throwing mechanics, as Brady's are, they're so much different from when they were elite college quarterback to being an elite NFL quarterback. As the game develops, they develop, and that's how they. As part of the reason, I should say that that they are so successful. They're not mm -hmm. locked into anything. What is going to help them? Who is going to help them get better? It's awesome. That's a good call. I, let me know if you meet uh, uh, with Tom, and I'll drive down there. Because I think you're <laughs> right in the middle, right in the middle, basically of Tom. And I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll have to be like, you just get a random call, Jamie. It's Chris. <laughs> yes, Come let me know. You can zoom me. <laughs> or, or zoom me when you're out with Tom. It'd be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So just two more questions here for you. So the first one's sure. a two-parter. So what is your what is your greatest uh, – I want to know – okay, I would say what are you most proud of so far in life? And then what is your what is your biggest fear? 
Uh, well, I think they're almost the same answer and, and they might be terrible answers. Uh, um, the proudest thing that I have is my family. I've got four children. They're healthy. They have shoes on their feet. None of them go hungry very often. And I, I, I know that this window of time is so small. Like uh, people say it all the time and, and it's true. Until you have children, you will never realize how your parents actually look at you. Mm-hmm. And my oldest daughter is a senior in high school. I will not acknowledge anywhere that she is a senior in high school just because I know it. She knows it. Time knows it. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. My wife, on the other hand, is living every, God bless her, is living every moment of that because it's a great moment. It's a sad mm-hmm. moment. And it's all of that pulled into one. I don't acknowledge it just because I don't want to acknowledge the greatness or the sadness or anything else of it. Yeah. I know this window with those four and, and obviously we'll have the future and all that kind of stuff, but them in my house, them as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the fact that, that I, honest to God, my wife putting up with me for this long is she is just <laughs> a, a thing because I'm all over the place. You, you know this by now. I hardly shut up. I draw terrible Abe Lincoln pictures and I'm all over. (laughs) She runs everything in our lives. And, and to have those four children and have them where they are, they're all good in school. They're all good kids. They they work hard. They're all good. And I think that then that rolls into my biggest fear constantly is again, you you just, you don't control that. Now what you do, whatever happens, you do control, you control the confidence, you control your thoughts. And you take on, as we discussed, whatever the challenge is and, and do with it, put your foot forward and keep going. And God, Lord knows we've had challenges. But um, uh, uh, the, the fear is, obviously, you, you just want them to be healthy. And I don't even care about happy. I'm not worried about happy. <laughs> you want them to be healthy. You want them to have goals. You want them to work for stuff. You want them to achieve things. It keeps mm-hmm. them working. keeps those goals oriented. But it's, it's kind of like my son. Uh, I... I I want success on the field, but not success as in you go out there and you throw 500 yards against some team that can't cover. If mm-hmm. you want success, it might be, you know, a five for 10 day where you only threw 10 passes and it's raining and it's miserable, but you're going to learn more from a tough team playing a tough, And that's the kind of, I guess, happiness I'll use again. I want that happiness where you had that and you did good, or you, that had that and you tried to do good even because you right. put yourself in the game. We left the game last night. And a quarterback, a guy I love, struggled. He struggled. I think he threw two or three interceptions. I think he fumbled twice. Uh, uh, he, he was playing safety, and he should have blocked somewhere. And we were walking out, and my son looked at me and said, you know, there are a lot of people that are going to pick on that guy tonight, tomorrow, into the future. That was his last high school game ever. And they're going to stare at him and text him and say, it's not all your fault and all this kind of stuff, which means it is your fault, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but he was put into that position. None of those people texting were inside his helmet. None of those people texting had to deal with what might've been terrible blocks. And I didn't even watch the film, but there's a million things going on when everybody just sees an interception or something like that. And for that guy to wake up today, and I haven't talked to him, but for that guy to wake up today, put his pants on, know that he did the best he could do last night and be proud of the fact that that school, that coach put him in the position where it was on him to do it. That, that's the kind of thing that just, I love it. I almost love failure more than success just because of that. That's, that's where the growth is. That's where the challenge is. That's where you, where you become. 
You're right. Absolutely. And you do learn more from your failures than your successes, Mm -hmm. because when you're struggling, you have to go back and say, all right, what did I do wrong? Where did I, where can I improve? You know? And so, but when you succeed, we're kind of like, oh yeah, you know, we're on top of the world. Right. So, I mean, you can take away something from a successful moment, but not as much as a failure. Oh, hundred percent. Nowhere near as much. And then finally, just the last question here for you. What do you want people to take away from this conversation? You know, uh, ultimately, I thought about that when I was studying up on you guys, because my, my, my first thought is always uh, uh, like, well, what the guys coming in, how do, how do we help? And honest to God, uh, I don't know if I helped you guys at all, uh, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy that I'm on the show and I'm going to be following all the stuff that you guys put online in the show and all that kind of stuff now. Uh, um, but ultimately, it's for anybody that sees it is, is well, well, one of the things that we talked about, which is uh, uh, just keep going, no matter what it is, uh, mm-hmm. it, whether you're the, the quarterback or you've got other challenges or whatever, just keep firing it up. But two, ultimately, the, the, the thing that I talk about every day, if, so, if somebody wants to do something, whether it's playing this game or doing this thing, or as Ted did, making this game, which I didn't even know existed a year ago, mm-hmm. just figure out a freaking way. Just, right. just find a way to keep doing, keep plugging. I swear to God, this is a true story. I tried within the last year to figure out how to use drones to create this game, how to use RC cars to create this game, how to build little things like the stage where they have the stage where stuff moves around on the stage and they slide it out, how to do that to create this game. And then I found Ted and honest to God, he had already created it. So then I just hooked the bandwagon up got it in the Midwest and got it to Michigan. But uh, one is, is and I tell my kids all the, this all the time, just figure out a way, make it legal for the most part, right. but just figure out a way. And, and that's an overall thing. But I guess in terms of what we do is if you love the game of football and, and, and there are several, and I, I've got a, a map I can send to everybody. Our headquarters is in Denver. We have a place in Nashville. We just opened a place in Sacramento, opened one in Arizona. There's one in Washington state. If you love the game of football and you want to play, Joe Montana once said his advice to Tom Brady and to other old quarterbacks is never stop playing. Never stop playing. In the future, those guys can go play pickup basketball or they can go golfing or they can do whatever. And his advice before the Super Bowl last year was never stop playing because you're never going to get that back. And maybe not 100% on national television, but anybody can now play this position like they've never done before. So mm-hmm. if, if, if this is something that you're interested in, outside of all the other more important things, if, if playing the game is something that you've never done, always wanted to do, want to get better in, there's spots mm-hmm. out there now. And right. I tell you what, I'm blown away every day in here. My son is, is made such strides and everybody around it just because you, you don't realize all the, well, they say you don't know what you don't know. Well, for most part, for guys that aren't professional quarterbacks, there's a lot we don't know. Right. And it answers a lot of questions. So I, I'm happy to be part of it. I'm happy that it's led me to talk to you guys and just, just a good day. I'm all fired up today. <laughs> Absolutely. I yeah. loved it, man. I loved it from the moment I started. I was like, I have to reach out to them. I have to reach out. We got to talk to them. Yeah, we got to try. He, he, he actually called me late that night and was talking to me about it. And did I'm, he really? Yeah. yeah, I did. I was like, I was so fired up when you responded back. I was like, yes. And I was, I'm playing on game online. I'm like, Chris, I hear what you're saying, but. Let me call you back. <laughs> yeah, so, I only got one life left. <laughs> so, awesome. But that was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. We were texting too. 
Uh, yeah, it was because you got back to me pretty late. I was, dude, I, I just, when that text came in, I was like, who is this? And I read it. I was like, oh, I was so pumped, man. I was like, I, <laughs> I looked at it today because you explained to me what it was in a beautifully written text. I always go back later to see what I said to things. And it was a beautiful explanation, a, a great show, all this kind of stuff. And I think I said, I'm in, just let me know when. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, what? I don't care, man. I was just so happy. I was yeah. like, uh, so, it's fantastic. Any anything you guys need, just let me know. I, I, I'm always ready to go. We're fired up. Uh, all yes, right, sir. man. We greatly appreciate it, and we appreciate your time. And thank you so much. Yes, sir. Hey, thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yes, yes sir. sir. We will be in touch. I don't know how to turn this off. I'm gonna let you guys uh, turn it off. Okay, we got you. All right, got you. All right, all right. man. Have a good, have a good day. <laughs> Bye. Guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Then Wait Podcast. If you believe in what we're doing, be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast and check out our Patreon page. Don't forget that you have worth and value. And if you are ever in need of encouragement, feel free to connect with us on our socials.